0: All right. Does anybody else have anything they want to throw in?
1: No. I've tried I'm to good. stay <laughs> newsless this what week. What was that? I tried to stay newsless as much as possible this week.
0: Avoiding news. news. Yeah. Yeah. Another breaking news on CNN today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh oh. What happened? What's his name? Gene Friedman, a the guy who managed the uh, uh, taxi medallions? Yeah, no. taxi medallions for Cohen, mm-hmm. uh, pleaded guilty to, uh, well, he was be- he was being charged with grand larceny, four counts of tax evasion, multiple counts of other stuff. And he was facing, what was it? It was like 25 years per count of grand larceny and tax evasion. And it was millions of dollars. And yeah, he w- it was not paying $5 million in taxes. Wow. And they, uh, yeah, he pleaded down to uh, not paying $50,000 and no jail time. With uh, full concession, full uh, cooperation uh, mm-hmm. cooperation with prosecutors.
1: So he must have something if they dropped it all right. the way down to that. Yeah, he's got to yeah. have something big. That's not within their scope, though. We need to have an investigation of the investigation. <laughs> <That's>, it <laughs> wasn't Mueller.
0: That
2: mm-hmm. was Southern
1: District of New York. Oh. Well, that Schneiderman guy was a jerk-off, so the whole thing, thing's a bust, right? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was found out to be hitting women, so the whole investigation should go away.
2: Yeah, no. Nope, 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 nope.
3: I was going to say, I feel like the primary defendant in the case is a well-known sex offender, so I think it can move forward. Uh, he strongly denies that.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> so, And he's the president, so he wins? <laughs> no, he denied it. He strongly denies it, so who knows who the, what the truth is.
0: Yeah, that's, all that's you do.
1: I'm pretty sure he strongly
3: denied ever making a payment to uh, Michael strongly. Cohen over Stormy <laughs> Daniels, but you know, what, what do I know about things that he denies? Right. <laughs> Except that he lies about all of them.
2: I think he God. actually convinces himself that um, he's not lying sometimes.
1: Nope. I can't well, buy that's that. the tactic though, because if you do the right thing and admit to it and be like, "I'm sorry," you're fine. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If you just deny it, then nothing happens to you.
2: It's been a lifetime of proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument podcast for Tuesday, May 22nd, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen.
1: I'm Jared. This is Ian.
0: Uh, if you want to join in on our conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg, and you can post thoughts or a link to an article you'd like for us to take a look at. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking a whole lot about uh, the things that have been posted to our Facebook page. We want to follow up on a bunch of listener comments from the page. But first, Karen had an encounter. I missed it. I was actually at work, but Karen, well, you you weren't playing hooky, but you were- uh, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) You were home in the middle of the day, in any case. Yes. And uh, yeah, we had visitors.
2: We did. You want to share? I do, because I saw them coming. I saw two people reasonably well-dressed with leather satchels around their shoulders, and I went, ooh, Jehovah's Witnesses, neat. Ooh, they're coming to my house. So I was prepared for them. I went and grabbed um, our, our profane argument business cards, which they would not take. Which was un- it was unfortunate. We had a wide-ranging conversation about the things they didn't know about the, the <laughs> that, are, that, are, that are in the Bible. They had never heard of the firmament. Didn't know what it was. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and I thought it was interesting. So what was their – the way that they approached everything? Like they they approached it from the idea yeah. that science backs – the bible
2: right they just their approach well well once we introduced each other and i said that i you know was an atheist i said oh well then you believe in science like, well i said i don't believe in science and science exists and there is no believing in it or not believing in it they said well there did you know about the things in the bible that are proven by science i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> and he said well the, the the earth was the the bible the had proven that the earth was a sphere actually he said a circle then he went slash sphere, and I said, "Oh, the the how, what? How does the firmament play into this?" And he gave me a quizzical look and a head turn, and didn't know what the firmament was. So he had a a bunch of bullet points he was trying to get out, and nothing to back it up.
1: So he pulled and, out his athe- atheist playbook.
2: <laughs> yeah, he pulled out his like, atheist playbook.
1: Get this and, one.
2: <laughs> and he he had nowhere to go. <laughs> it was enjoyable. And eventually they wandered off by themselves. I didn't have to make them go away. So I think I won. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was amazing though because I didn't realize how much this podcast has prepared me for a honest um conversation with people because I went into this non-confrontational. I'm like I'm going to have an upfront conversation with these people and see where it goes. And I tried to tempt them to the dark side and they wouldn't even take a business card, so <laughs> <laughs> But. I would
0: argue nice of you're you turning to- them to the light side. But, right. Know. It was nice of you to offer.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: And
1: that is the difference between you and I, because I would have just told them, I can't talk to you right now. and just <laughs> left it at that. One time I had two of them come to my house in the middle of the day and I answer the door and they're like, do you got time to talk? And I was like, Ugh. I'm like, listen, I go, I work nights. I go, mm-hmm. I sleep during the day. So this is not really a good time. It was a total lie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, OK, no problem. No problem. So I go back upstairs, and then two days later, they're knocking at my door at nine o'clock at night. They're like, "Oh, did you have off tonight?" Is that? And I'm like, "Fuck."
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Persistent. That backfired. laughs>
2: yeah, I think I made it onto their list of no, just don't bother. <laughs>
0: That's too bad. Maybe I wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> Sorry, oh, well. yeah.
2: I chased away the union and the the, and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Sorry. <laughs>
0: All right, so I want to move on to uh, some things that, like I said, were mentioned on our Facebook page. There was one article that was posted that was a follow-up to our discussion about the alt-right and atheists moving to the alt-right that completely decimates that argument i think the idea that atheists are are moving toward the alt-right is just there's no evidence for it and uh this is a put up a link it's a web page well it's a link to the friendly atheist webpage, but it has information on uh, a poll surveys from the institute of social policy and understanding which basically completely defeats that argument well facts and data don't matter though do they uh, not depends we'll we'll get to that later <laughs> okay <laughs> This, uh, this was an article that was posted, and Jared, I think you even commented on the, on the Facebook page. But this is, a, a, again, the, the alt-right thing was a Vice article. This is a Vice article
2: hmm.
0: written by Adam Forrest, and it's, it talks about the seven types of atheists. He has a conversation with a philosopher, John Gray, who defines seven types of atheists and explains why they pretty much all suck.
1: And I, I commented on this?
0: I think you did. It was. Uh, it, it even says in the, the subtitle of the article, why the majority of them suck.
1: <laughs> wow, I was just making that up before, or as a joke. <laughs> Do not remember reading this.
0: <laughs> well, wow. Yeah, I mean,
2: the, the guy's premise is completely wrong. The, the one sentence in here just caught my eye. The whole idea of progress comes from mon- monotheistic religion. What?
0: Yeah, I don't know where. I mean, he, he makes a just complete statements that i don't know where he's getting any facts to back that up and he's a philosopher yeah and what like what is his i i got i have to be honest i don't know anything about this guy except this article so he's instantly biased
1: (laughs) and what did he base this like does he summarize in the end why they all suck or the majority of them suck like what was his basis for this
0: so, without going through each one of them, I don't know if I could really address that. He basically just sets these definitions of seven different types of atheists, and in my mind, they're all people that he has in some way encountered online, and <laughs> he attacks each one individually. So, the real world, <laughs> right? Real world experience.
2: <laughs> well, this guy does um, consider himself a an
0: atheist. Just interesting,
2: John Gray. That is
1: not me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So with, I don't, I don't really need to get, I don't think we need to go into the seven different types because the seven yeah. different types don't cover everyone who considers themselves an atheist. It barely even scratches the surface, I would venture to say. But I find the whole premise just really biased and completely slanted. Like, it's like if you were to do a scientific study on certain types of people with the idea in mind that those people are a certain way, and you're finding facts to then prove what you already think. That seems to be where he's coming from.
1: Give an example of at least one of them? Like,
0: um, Sure. Uh, God-haters. Atheists that are so obsessed with evil that they still have some sort of belief in God. So basically, this would be an atheist who says, well, look at all the, the, the shit that happens in the world. Is God responsible f- for that? So if you're an atheist and you're interested in evil, it's a short step to then say that there must be some sort of evil in God or that the idea of God is evil. So therefore, they are God-haters. Which is really So not an atheist. (laughs) Because if (laughs) you hate God, you're not an atheist. You you can't hate something you don't believe in.
2: Well it finishes with a mystical kind of atheism. It sounds almost like people who have a big drug experience and talk about the oneness of everything. Again,
0: that would not be an atheist, that would be a deist. Sure. If you believe that there is some power out there, you're a deist, not an atheist. So he's attacking atheists by not attacking atheists.
2: Well, I think he's attacking atheists to get his name in vice.com and other such places. Because otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it just, it's illogical. And he's a philo- Well, he's a philosopher. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank,
3: thank goodness. I really wanted to say that. But I was like, no, that's so typical me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, philosophy is it's all about, you know, trying to wrap language into obscure ideas. And it, it, does, it doesn't necessarily make any
0: logical sense. I don't have it in front of me, but the person who posted it to our Facebook page, I think it was either them or you, Jared. I don't remember who said it, but I think it was them. They they said, um, what would people think if uh, you were to put out a article about the seven different kinds of Jews and how they mostly suck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't really think that that would be acceptable, but attacking atheists. Yeah, that's fine. Mm.
1: Well, I wasn't Uh sure if it was one of those things where, like, I've talked to... Religious people who are under the impression that the only thing holding atheists back from complete anarchy are just laws. You know, that if there weren't laws in place, we would be raping and killing and stealing as much as we could because there's no consequences. Right. In our minds.
2: Right. That's actually one of the things that the – JW is brought up when they were here, I'm, and it's 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 a, it's a false assumption. If the only thing that's keeping you from raping and killing is the existence of an afterlife and punishment within, then you're not a good person.
1: <laughs> right, but it, it, but in their eyes, because I guess I, maybe that's the only thing stopping them. Maybe right. I, I don't know. Like, and you know, you can always refer back to that that Pendulette statement. You know, I rape and kill as much as I want to. Yeah. None. <laughs>
2: Well, I think it absolves you of the, of the responsibility of having to think about it and come to moralistic judgment. You can just use that excuse of, oh, God, will be angry, so I don't have to think about it. I'm just not going to do it. Instead of, you know, considering the possibility and, and not doing it because it's wrong.
0: It turns out a lot of people uh, don't rape and murder because they have empathy. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a, you know, moral system by, you know, their upbringing, by their, well, by their <laughs> empathic nature.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm starting Understa- to think half this country does not have empathy. That that word is foreign to them. The concept is foreign to them.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at the 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 far right and you look at people that are, you know, the 100% Trumpers, they have zero empathy for anybody outside of their specific circle. And they're looking for ways to kick you out of their circle all the
0: time. Yeah, so there you go. This yeah. guy made me angry and I wanted to talk about
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. John Gray. Sounds made up. <laughs> I think his real name's Milo.
0: <laughs> so this came up recently on the Facebook page, and it actually just happened recently, May 21st. That was yesterday. Uh the Supreme Court decision to uh basically shit on workers' rights. This was on our Facebook page as well. Neil Gorsuch, of course, mm-hmm. wrote the uh the ruling. So it allows an employer to put an arbitration clause in their employee contract so that if something comes up, they can't be sued. Specifically, they can't be sued by a class action lawsuit. It has to go to arbitration instead. And what this does is it allows employers to do shitty things to their employees and get away with it. It doesn't have to go to a judge. Uh, It can just go to an arbiter. And some of the things that can fall in this... Include like sexual misconduct in the workplace. They can just send it to an arbiter. It doesn't have to go to a court in any way. But that's just probably like one of the worst case scenarios. But still, it's it's possible that, that that would happen. And well, it's not just possible. It's been proven that it happens. Right. But
2: there is also a component of it about um, unionization and banding together to enforce claims of wage and violations. So you know, you, you you can't as part of the union for McDonald's workers band together against your sexual harassing manager. You have to go to arbitration, right? But it, it don't, I don't know how it applies to individual that are not in um, unions.
1: So would a good example of this be like, say you ran a shitty mine and an <laughs> accident happened and you killed 10 people and the families tried, well, I guess the families didn't sign the thing, but right. say the other workers who were injured tried to band together and sue you. Right. For running your shitty mind, you'd be like, nope, you got to go to arbitration where most likely I will win.
2: Most likely, yes. They tend to be business friendly, just like Neil Gorsuch.
1: And now I didn't read the whole article because I was just getting mad as I read it. What <laughs> are they justifying what? to say that this is a good thing? That somewhere the law was being broken, that this, the, the awful workers were taking advantage of those corporations and suing them for their awful things that they did.
2: <laughs> I think the Gorsuch and company were not making that claim. They were making the claim that the law as written by Congress did not address this issue. So they um, fell on this side because it wasn't addressed in the law. They encouraged the lawmakers to address that issue. That is their claim.
1: And we know that's not going to happen.
2: Right. This Congress is not going to deal with it. But it does open up the possibility for it to be dealt with in, you know, January. So that's fine. Short-term problem, hopefully.
1: Yeah, I'm losing faith in that.
0: So overall, they said that arbitration agreements that employers can make – any employee that comes in, they can force you to sign an arbitration agreement as part of your contract, as part of your employment agreement. They can – and if you don't want to sign it, okay, you can find a job elsewhere and but those arbitration agreements are in no way in violation of the law as written is is their argument right and it does in his write up it does say that uh, we see nothing that suggests that uh, it cannot be amended in the future so it it actually is kind of encouraging a maybe we should have a law about this but uh it it strictly is saying we currently do not so lawyers oh, so can have at it.
1: it but but it's also saying that if they don't write this in the contract, you can band together and sue them. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Okay. I I was reading the laws. Like, no, you can't. You just can't do it anymore. You got to go to arbitration.
2: No, it, it wasn't that bad. It, it's only oh, for, Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Well,
2: the, the only problem is, is that it, it, it's only for companies that make you sign arbitration agreements as part of your employment contract, which now a whole bunch of people are going to do.
1: Is the issue? Right. Yeah, they'll take advantage of it, but like. Right. You know, in my small little company, if the boss was harassing people, we don't have contracts, as far as I know.
2: If you didn't sign anything, then you know you don't have a contract.
0: So, and just as a counter counter argument, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of course, wrote The Dissent, and she says that the opinion is egregiously wrong, uh, that the arbitration law from 1925 came well before federal labor laws, and uh, it should not, therefore, cover the laws that came later. So, Mm. her argument is, no, you're reading the law wrong and uh the the previous ruling should stand hmm. so
2: even she so even she is not arguing that they're not arguing the cases as, as you know do workers have the right to sue their employers versus being forced into arbitration they're just ruling on the law as written right and their interpretation of it which is what they're supposed to do so i'm 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 cool with that but they have disagreed again five to four
3: at least it wasn't seven two Ian. <laughs> no, no, this this was not. Well, this wasn't compounded. Like clearly, mm. this lets me know that despite what I was beginning to think, clearly Neil was placed on the Supreme Court to rule in favor of corporations while the Gittins were good. Yes. Yep. Just, just help this money grab along before you know someone comes to to right the ship. Yep. But yeah, no seven seven twos only when it's uh, you know. Religious, religion, yeah, related. something, <laughs> something minor like religion or human rights, mm-hmm. and they can all, all get in there and get on their weird high horses and be like, "Yep, nope, everybody deserves to be punished for being wicked." <laughs> <laughs> Seven to two in favor of our outrageous <laughs> new law.
0: All right. Uh, Moving on to a follow-up, in case you did not see the White House's response, reporters actually asked, it wasn't Sarah Sanders, it was, uh, what's his name, Shah? Yes. Um, I can't find it. Raj Shah. Um, They asked him, why did you, oh, why did you bring (laughs) Jeffries and Hagee to Israel to speak to represent the United States? And did you see what his his answer was? Uh, I don't know. That was his answer. (laughs) Okay. you're the spokesman how do you get this job as a spokesman for the white house i could do this job they could yeah. every, all the reporters well, because- could ask me well why did the president do this and i could say i honestly don't know
3: yeah well, and that's, that's the probably the most truthful answer yeah. <laughs> yeah the new marching orders are blanket denial to all questions I was watching Sarah Sanders today. Oh, I and, heard part of
1: that today, too. Oh, Boy, my she God. Was, and the woman was, was like, hey, today.
3: <laughs> she was like, she was like, so I had a question um, about the all the AP reporters that were blocked from reporting on the uh, Pruitt uh, situation today and the AP reporter that was forcibly thrown out by security. What's the White House position <laughs> on that? And she's like, hypothetical. I can't comment on something hypothetical like that. You'll just have to read huh. the EPA statement on that. Yeah, I think that's what the White, it was. The White House doesn't have a position on that sort of thing. Yeah, The yeah, EPA yeah, already made would, a statement, the, and I refer you to them. <laughs> right. Why, why would the White
1: House have a position on a, a cabinet that they directly oversee?
3: <laughs> wow.
1: You know what the best part about that was, though? Is that the woman was like, oh, no, I'm not done with you. And kept asking the question, and then she started talking over, it, and she goes, John. John, do you want to ask a question? John. And then whoever John was, from where the fuck he was, was like, thank you, Sarah. And then he went into his dumbass, whatever, easy softball question. <laughs> I'm losing so much steam and faith. <laughs> but anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, the last thing that I wanted to mention about this article on BuzzFeed, that is is about uh, Hagee and Jeffries being at the, the thing in Israel. I also... Did not realize this, but Ivanka and Jared, who were there in Israel for the the dedication of the embassy, they received a blessing from Chief Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef. And if you remember, we mentioned this last year because Yitzhak Yosef is the guy who referred to black people as monkeys during a sermon.
1: (laughs) I don't even think that was last year. I think that was like two months ago.
0: (laughs) The article says last year. So uh, I I agree I don't think it was I don't think it was all that long ago but he used the term cushy which is a term uh, well it's a Hebrew term and then he went on to use the term monkey while talking about a black person I wow. uh, again no no this was in his sermon oh, well, previously and that oh I th- thought he was calling Kushner cushy <laughs> no <laughs> and I was
1: like wait I thought that was going to be his prison nickname <laughs>
0: <laughs> might be no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's who they got blessed by when they were in Israel. Nice. Do you know who else they who else they brought with them? Uh, uh, they uh, brought Candace Owens. The I don't know who uh, is.
1: she's the the new token black person. They get to talk about black people, right? Uh, and how okay. shitty they are. She works th- th- and Charlie Kirk, who both work for Turning Point, which is uh, which runs all those alt right bullshit fake media sites and stuff like that. And Charlie Kirk is like uh, he's a, he's another alt writer. Just brought them along. For no reason. They have no official position in the White House, and they're consistent liars of Ben Shapiro-esque levels. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pictures of them. And then then Candace Owens had the audacity to go, oh, we we came to Israel for this. Where were all the Democrats? And they weren't invited. Yeah. yeah. Not one Democrat was invited. Yet they that's, – that's what I love. They don't invite him and go, why didn't you come?
0: <laughs> Piece <'Cause>. of shit. <laughs> wow. Wow. <sighs> All right, uh, moving on to state news real quick. Uh, this was interesting. This is how things should go. In Michigan, Grass Lake Township, Michigan, there was a large white cross on public ground. It was it was brought up that hey, that should probably be taken down because you you it's not your cross, but it's on public ground. Like, why is that there? And the uh, the the local people said, "Hey, you're right. Yeah." And they called up the people who put the cross there, and they said, hey, can you put that in some place that's like a religious piece of ground? And they went, oh, yeah, okay. And they took their cross down. Wow. That's how that should happen. (laughs) Now, there is a group of people, Grassroots Jackson, a volunteer group in the local area that is questioning it, and they tried to do a petition to save the cross. They gathered 2,500 signatures. But, uh, again, they're not trying to save the cross because – the cross is being put on religious ground they're trying to keep it on public ground right but they they're were...
2: shocked and disappointed by the removal of the cross
0: yeah they oh. said that they are planning on uh, contacting the attorney general and the governor to ensure the removal was properly handled
2: <laughs> sounds like it was handled exactly right
1: yeah <laughs> yeah this oh. sounds like a case for trump's new uh, office of religious freedoms yeah it does no crap
2: <laughs> Lansing, Michigan doesn't seem that small of a town. So,
3: well,
0: it is not.
2: Although it's Jackson, I suppose. I mean, twenty five hundred signatures out of how many people live in Jackson,
0: Michigan? Well, and also getting signatures on a petition, nobody has to really agree with you. Like True. if you if you sign the clipboard, they get out of your face. So a lot of people just sign the clipboard and move on. You know Jackson, what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, just because you get twenty five, that doesn't mean you have twenty five hundred people who really support you.
2: Oh, the population was 33,500.
0: Wow, 2,500 is a big percentage. All right.
2: Yeah.
0: In any case, I thought it was a good example of how things should happen. Yeah. That's all I have for state news. (laughs) We're moving on to world news. This one's pretty bad. (laughs) Mauritania is uh, on the very western edge of Africa, North Africa. Don't go there. Okay. They have had uh I death- got
1: to cancel my plans now. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they have long been known for being uh, to have uh, threatened the death penalty for being found guilty of blasphemy. They used. To, it used to be that uh, if you were found guilty of blasphemy, as long as you uh, repented, uh, they, they would just issue you a fine. Hmm. Now it's a mandatory death penalty. Wow. Whoa. They have instituted a mandatory death penalty for the crimes of blasphemous speech and uh, any act deemed sacrilegious. Uh, it also ah. uh, it, it includes the death penalty for renegade acts, whatever that might mean.
2: So that's up for debate and up for whatever they think of the, uh, on that day. Damn.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a catch-all. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
2: All right. Off the list. Not that it was ever on the list.
0: But no, but
1: why the sudden be. change? Is there a new ruler in place?
0: <laughs> I don't think there is a new ruler, but I could be wrong about that. Uh it is an Islamic state. Uh it is ruled by uh Sharia law. Hmm. And saying anything a blasphemous in the, or against Islam is now absolutely mandatory death penalty. Phew.
1: So I guess when you hear things like that, it's hard to lose steam in America. When, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't, get, I don't have the death penalty looming over my head. True. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yet. Yeah. <sighs> oh shit! I forgot my MAGA hat before I went outside. I gotta get <laughs> and get shot.
0: And a little bit better, better news. I hope coming this Friday. Uh, it looks like Ireland. It, it it looks like they're leaning toward getting rid of their Eighth Amendment. Uh, which, oh, which is, again, this is a vote on, on Friday. A lot of the, the different, uh, people are saying that it seems like that it's going that way. I don't want to, I certainly am not going to hold my breath, but their eighth amendment says that an unborn fetus has the exact same rights as the mother. Uh, it's a living person. There's a slew of things that are wrong with that, but. Yeah. The majority of it is that if the woman's health is in danger, well, you also have to figure out whether or not the, the fetus is in danger. You have to, I mean, it's one, it completely prevents abortion, uh, which is the the main key here. They're trying, to, they're calling it the abortion referendum.
2: How far is it going to go? I mean, because currently, um, yeah, it's rape, incest, abnormalities, it does say non-life-threatening risk to maternal health, but I thought that the case that this spun around, it, her life was imperiled and she still couldn't get an abortion until she left the country.
0: There may be, that may be used as an example. I don't think that there is a case specific to this vote. I guess it's a referendum,
2: so yeah, there wouldn't be. Right. It just started the conversation. Exactly. But I wonder how far is it going to go? I mean, is it going to allow just for in cases of rape incest? Fetal abnormalities, et cetera, et cetera, I, or...
0: I really think that this is a starting point. I don't think that okay. this isn't isn't going to get you anywhere other than now we can talk about it. Okay. And they're going to start talking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. If
2: the, if the referendum says you know the, the majority of the population, which is how the polling is looking, that a majority of the population does not believe that this is the proper
0: methodology. It's only the church that says it is so.
2: And while the church is strong in Ireland, it is less strong than it used to be. Hmm.
0: So I think this is, is going to be a good thing. Definitely want to keep an eye on it, especially considering uh I you know we have we have our friend in Ireland mm. who is uh <laughs> constantly posting on not constantly, but his Facebook uh profile has a uh, vote yes on it, so <laughs> uh he's he's advertising for it. So wish them luck. Alright, that's all I have for International News. Getting on to the national news and on to Trump things. Pence, I don't know if anybody, I, I can't imagine anybody actually listened to his Hillsdale College commencement speech. Oh, good Lord, <laughs> <dark> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I certainly didn't, but I heard some of the highlights, specifically where he said that a, per- a percentage of Americans who live out their religion on a weekly basis has remained remarkably consistent over the decades. And that faith in in America is rising again because of Trump. And that the uh, religious uh people who practice religion is growing by leaps and bounds.
2: Hmm. nope, pull it a fact. I saw the pull it a fact um I follow up on Twitter. They posted their mostly false to that statement
0: The, the article that I'm referencing here is it's on pathios, but uh the question is, did his commencement speech get anything right
2: no. The, the only way that he was right, and that's why the um, Politify gave him a mostly wrong, is that the the already very religious people, the people that go to church at least once a week, if not more, that number has not changed. That number is steady. It's not growing, but it's steady. That's the only thing he got right. Everything else is wrong.
1: <laughs> Yet I know some people who've become religious because of Trump. Well, one person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did that happen? How do you become religious because of Trump?
1: God welcomed the back. Huh. And it happened after Trump got voted in. I don't know the cor- – well, the correlation being is that Trump said he's a re- the most religious man ever. You never met a more religious man than me. <laughs> he's been touting that – he's been following that that line with Trump for on everything. So it was only a matter of time before he became religious too. He's also a big gun nut now. Never really heard him talk about guns. Loves guns. <laughs> wow. Hates liberals. They need to be nuked. We need, all the liberals need to be shipped away. <laughs> They're destroying everything. Wow. Meanwhile, I mean, while he's talking about that, there's people picking money out of his back pocket, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's the liberals' problem." Give me that. <laughs> Fucking is morons. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, he. Uh, I even, I, I think I talked to. Him, so I asked him. I was like, "Dude, you were the biggest atheist I ever met," and he's like, "Jesus has welcomed me back, or God has welcomed me back, something like that." And I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> he needed a, guns he and need, Bibles. He needed a
2: strong leader to lead him to anything and he picked the wrong yeah. person
1: and then calls me the beta male yeah <laughs> wow
0: yeah you're just drinking the kool-aid jared that's what i yeah, get everyth- told all everything the
1: time. is everything is beta male beta male beta male you're beta male i'm like because i don't care who pisses in what bathroom i'm a beta male yeah you know i'm like you guys are the ones who are following him around you're the betas hmm. he's a fake alpha he's yeah. not even a real alpha <laughs> also, that concept is not true amongst humans.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, alpha, that, there are, you know, strong personality types and weak personality types. I will give you, Trump is a strong personality type. There is no question about that. And that the weak personality types will flock around him. But Alpha, Beta, meaningless.
0: It's just a amongst quick humans. way of saying asshole without actually saying yeah. asshole. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I've, I've always felt that, too, when somebody was like, well, listen, you, you know, you can't blame this person, this so-and-so person. They have a type A personality. And I'm like. No, what? a jerk. Yeah, they're a fucking asshole. <laughs> if that's what the A stands for. Um, <laughs> going, that sounds like an excuse. Well, it's, it's excusing
2: bad behavior by typecasting them as something that they can't help. Yeah.
1: Oops. And then I've had instances where I've been like, can you believe what this person did? And they're like, well, you don't understand because you're, you're not type A and they're type A and that's what type A's do. And I'm like, are you a type A? Because I'm thinking you're an asshole right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the thing that I, I really wanted to talk about. Pros and cons of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried- This
1: was the hardest thing that you made me think about ever on this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you get a pro? I'm just curious. Ugh,
1: I tried hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to find a completely non-biased, specifically non-left-wing list of of things that Trump has done. And I found a few things. Here's the three things that I got. There is a, I don't know how to describe him, Mark Tyson, Tyson? I don't remember. He, had, he has on a webpage, the top 10 things that Trump has done since the inauguration. So I want to run through those. I also okay. have, it came up when, <laughs> when Sanders, when Sarah Sanders was talking about Trump and going over all the things he's done. So I have her list of everything that he's done. And I have a list on news.sky.com, which was, it, it seems to be a completely nonpartisan first 100 days of presidency, everything that Trump has done. Now oh that's a long list, and I'm not going through that item by item. But I did want to start with the top things. Here are the top things from a backer, a Trump backer. Here are the top ten things that Trump has done, and and what do we think about them? Number ten, he enforced Barack Obama's red line against Syria's use of chemical weapons. So he's saying that uh, that when he that when Syria used chemical weapons against their own people, Trump enforced. Uh, that red line and uh, sent missiles over there.
1: Bullshit! Bullshit! Call bullshit right now. Why he is it bullshit? Told ahead of
2: because t- he told them ahead of time he was going to bomb an area, gave them time to move all their stuff. Then he bombed an area which did no damage, killed no people, damaged no equipment, just put holes in a dr- in a in a um in an airport. That's it. That's all it did.
1: And I'm calling bullshit for a completely different reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My bullshit reason is that Barack Obama drew the red line, and then when they did use chemical weapons, tried to go about it the proper way and get Congress's approval, and they turned them down mm. and said no. And then they said, why didn't you – you, you? they crossed the line. Why didn't you do anything? Yeah. Just like, why didn't you go to Israel? Uh, you didn't invite us. Yeah, but why didn't you go? Yeah. Why didn't you attack? Well, you wouldn't let me. So, yeah, of course. And Tr- Trump didn't even ask Congress's approval. He just did it.
2: Right, and and Congress was pissed off about it, too, because he's not supposed to do that.
1: So I call bullshit on that.
0: Yep. I would point out uh, with Karen's point the very first time that uh, they did the night strike uh, there were a couple deaths there were uh, a couple Syrian uh, soldiers were killed. The second time I think is what you were referring to they mm-hmm. ba- basically bombed an airfield where they had, yeah. well there were Russians there so they gave the Russians all the information the Russians shared it with Syria and they pulled over Oh there. no, the,
1: the first time they gave them warning too. They That was the yeah. one where they bombed the, the airport that was not even in use right
0: right there were and a couple 3D. people there
1: according to yeah sir. maybe some some people living out there <laughs> squatters mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so number nine uh, he has taken a surprisingly tough line with russia he approved a <laughs> 47 million dollar arms package for ukraine sent troops to poland's border and imposed new sanctions on moscow for violating nuclear forces treaty Bullshit
3: (laughs) Well well, that and did you say 47 million dollar arms deal with Ukraine correct is that one Missile yeah I was gonna say what does that get you 47 million dollars in Military spending yeah it's nothing That gets you nothing
0: I don't know what it (laughs) nothing I thought it was just Like light arms and some (laughs) Anti-aircraft missiles
2: (laughs) That
1: gets you three Rocks to throw at tanks (laughs) it gets you three Humvees and the tires for the fourth one But not the not the Humvee
2: Yeah. And, uh, and he has not uh, enforced the sanctions that the right. Congress that, required him to. That's why I
1: was calling bullshit. Yeah, the sanctions are there, but he's not enforcing them. Right. Okay. okay. Wait, th- wait, go ahead. Re- start that one over again, that he has had a strong what with Russia? A surprisingly a tough, tough line. line with Russia. <laughs> Even if you didn't have to list all that shit, I could have dismissed that one out of hand yeah. with yeah. other reasons.
0: Uh, number eight, he recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Hmm.
1: Uh, well, that he did happened. do that. It was yeah. a horrible move.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's well, along with this, he said he does what he promised to do for better or worse. He even in in saying this, for better or worse. He's right. not even saying it's a great thing. However, he does say that uh, even Jeb Bush tweeted his approval. Whoa. Even Jeb Bush. <laughs> that far left Jeb Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't consider that Keeping a good your thing.
1: your promises when your promises are fucking awful does not make you good or great.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. If you promise to do something despicable
0: and follow through <laughs> on
3: it, you don't get kudos for that. At least he's honest. <laughs> Except he's doing whole- no
1: way honest. Let's let's right. not. Come-
2: <laughs> he also promised to you know lock her up, and he hasn't done that. So what the hell?
1: It seems like he's trying now, though. <laughs>
0: Number seven, he withdrew from the Paris Climate Agreement. I'm not even reading Ugh. the rest of this. That was an awful decision.
2: Well, no, I think the rest of it is important, though. But kind combined with his approval of the Keystone XL Pipeline and opening the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to exploration, these are
1: horrible things. Yes. You can also kill wolf pups now in the den. <laughs> I saw that! And bear cubs! Yeah. Aww. And finally, you can shoot
3: swimming moose from speedboats. Yes, you can get those <laughs> caribou traveling across the river. Yeah. What? That happened yesterday. Yeah. I it was, that. it was, it was like, again, like comically, it was so evil, it was comically evil. Yeah. Like apparently that, that, w- and again, this is, I don't know how you see, you come face to face with that issue and you think, yeah, man, the disservice that we are doing. To the hunters and sportsmen out in Alaska who have to not kill wolf pups and bear cubs in the den. Who have to let caribou float by when they're speedboating <laughs> down the river. This is an You're
1: outrage. You're just picturing him at that desk going, this cannot stand. We got to get in there and kill those pups in the den. My kids love clubbing baby seals.
3: I can't deprive them any longer. Wow.
0: So the first thing, the reason that I was going to the Keystone Pipeline, I wanted to specify that because the leak. Do we remember yeah. the leak? There was a, a leak, quote unquote a leak. 9,700 barrels of oil leaked or fucking poured into the land in, uh, in South Dakota.
2: Just like they promised it never would.
0: Right. Fake news. Yeah. Gah. Number six, he got NATO allies to kick in $12 billion dollars toward the collective security i had to do a little is it b- true i don't know is it <laughs> i had to do yeah. a little bit of research on it i only was able to do a little bit uh it does seem like more countries put more money forward i don't know i don't know the details on that
2: but th- do we know that they weren't going to be doing that anyway
0: i don't know um again this is just going off the the one website it says that it was 12 billion dollars more so I don't know if that was more over what they were going to be doing, or more over what they did last year. Was it planned? I don't know. Mm.
1: And are we as Americans going to reap the benefits of that twelve billion dollars?
0: NATO in general will of we are right. part well, of which we're right. Well, I'm assuming we
1: we saved money by we didn't have to kick that money in.
2: <clears throat> no, we just increased our spending by some.
1: Okay, well, I'm just wondering money. how this was how this was good for me.
0: It's not.
1: Uh, I'm not getting a check
0: in the mail. No. All right. <laughs> I Are will, you into 1%? Without further, <laughs> without any further evidence, I'm willing to kick that in as a, okay. okay <laughs> sure. sure.
1: I don't know how that's good, but sure. Yeah, I, that's what I'm, I can't figure out the benefit of that. Also, it seems like we might be pissing off our allies, so yeah. in the long run, could be bad.
0: Yeah. Number five, virtually eliminated the Islamic State as a physical caliphate, removed constraints that Obama had placed on our military and drove terrorists out from their strongholds. Uh the one thing that I want to be clear on about this, this is true the Islamic State has been pushed back further than it was during uh, Obama's administration. I I would argue that it's continued military pressure. Uh mm. Trump did remove constraints on the military. Those constraints were regarding the uh casualty, the civilian casualties, so it would mm. limit where we could attack based on how many civilians we think might have been in the area those were removed so the military is allowed to attack you know any civilians that might be in the area
1: right I, I, there's another <laughs> so in essence we we may have stopped them but we're killing more civilians
2: yes the deaths of civilians
0: distinctly went up after this was removed. Yeah.
1: And justify the means, right?
0: Now, I would yeah, also, no. I, just for, for the benefit, I would make the argument that the Islamic State is known for putting like artillery in schoolyards for housing their soldiers in civilian homes. So it does drive up the potential of civilian casualties. Their actions drive up the, the civilian casualties. So you can make an argument there. I don't think that argument is correct. No. Or, or morally.
2: I, right. I, I it doesn't make I mean what ISIS does is wrong and what Trump has done is wrong. Doesn't make two wrongs don't make a right. They're both wrong things. You you don't put thing you don't put targets in with civilians and you don't target things that are in with civilians. These things can exist at the same time. And it, there's, an, there's another component to this too, though. I mean, there's a reason that the, a, a lot of the heads of the of the military are civilians. It's supposed to be a check on the, on the military. It's supposed to have a civilian voice at the top of the military. Yes. And I think he has removed a lot of that. I don't think he takes nearly as active a role as Obama did as, as the, the head of the military, because that's functionally what he is. I, I think he leaves it up to the, the generals. And I think that check is important to exist. And I think that they, the military will, will do bad things eventually. Look at what you know, the CIA did. Eventually, they'll do the wrong thing without those checks in place.
0: I would also make the argument that the Obama administration had put a severe hit on the Islamic State prior and yes. that the removing of these constraints may not have been necessary. Uh, Agreed. Did, did it make pushing them back a little faster? Possibly. Maybe. Did you did you kill a bunch of civilians and children, women and children in
2: the in in the process? Probably.
0: Yeah. Number four, he admitted that he was wrong on Afghanistan. He said, my original instinct was to pull out of Afghanistan, but uh, all my life I've heard the decisions are much different when you sit behind the Oval Office desk. A hasty withdrawal would have led a vacuum for terrorists. So uh, basically he's saying he was wrong about withdrawing from Afghanistan and uh, he left troops in Afghanistan.
1: Translation, I was just saying that shit so you would vote for me. Yeah. I never had any intention of doing that.
2: I can't, ima- I can't imagine he actually admitted he was wrong,
0: though. Well, he says his original instinct was to pull out, but that he... Uh, well, it, hmm. The guy writing the article said he was wrong. Right. I don't think Trump ever said he was wrong. I think Trump said he changed his mind. Sure. Which is a weird distinction, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm not... This is very similar to the last one. Is, is that a good thing? That's arguable. Um, I don't think we should just pull everything out of Afghanistan, I think that would be dangerous. Agreed. But...
1: Well, you never do it that way anyway, right? It's always a slope, you know, withdrawal. diminishing yeah. of, of troops. Yeah. Uh,
0: number three, enacted a historic tax and regulatory reform that has unleashed economic growth and removed the wet blanket of Obama era regulations smothering our economy. <laughs> That's just com- Come on. complete bullshit. Come on. So uh, look at the economic growth. It started during the Obama administration. It has continued some during uh, the Trump administration. I would say that it has plateaued some. The tax the tax uh, reform certainly has not done anything to unleash economic growth. If anything, Trump's actions have caused the Dow to be more unstable.
2: Yeah, it's unstable and it's down. It hasn't recovered yet from the big downturns from a couple of months ago.
1: Well, a lot of economists say that that was actually evening out, but... Sure, like, I can't think how, the, you know, when they're like, things are great, the economy is great, and that's why most people uh, don't have a problem with him. And I'm like, but what has he done right. to do that? That tax cut did not spur anything. Yeah, that no. tax
0: cut gave it, – it. the more money you make, the more money you're going to not be giving in taxes.
1: Well, that one woman did get the Costco membership for the year. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs>
0: 36 dollars woohoo
1: or whatever it is that is so laughable like God I mean I think the last reporting was like 72 percent of Americans think that that tax cut was awful yeah that's counting Trump voters well, yeah. and they, and they,
2: <laughs> but they always point at things like well you know a whole bunch of people got a thousand dollar one-time bonuses it's like that was just positive reinforcement from these companies
1: that went yeah. Well, those com- we- most of those companies were already doing that, yeah. and just use that an excuse. Especially AT and T, which is a fucking awful company now. I'm considering yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they wanted that merger, so they're like, "Yeah, that's why we gave the bonuses." Got it. Also, Michael Cohen here's a million dollars.
0: Number two on the list, he is installing conservative judges who will preside for decades. How is that a plus? Well, to the person writing the article, it's right. a plus. Sure,
1: this article is not meant for us, right? It's no. meant for obviously for. Trump supporters. I mean, like, if he's trying to make the case to us, he's not winning. Right. No.
0: Conservative judges, just in case anybody is unfamiliar with why I would say this, conservative judges are going to be more for enforcing my morality onto other people as long as I am a Christian conservative. Mm-hmm. Then you can push your morality onto other people using law. That's what the Christian or the conservative judges get to.
2: Well, I, I would like to reterm conservative though, because that's not what a conservative traditionally is in True. my head. I mean, a traditional conservative is somebody who's small government, low taxes, and staying out of your business. That's not a that's not what Neil Gorsuch is. He definitely wants to be all up in my business, and I'm not appreciating it. <laughs>
0: Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to say on the judges? Because number one's a doozy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, number two I is say, killing I better me just brace,
3: I'm... <laughs> I was gonna say, I better just brace myself Because yeah. the judges are are my second biggest bum-out right.
0: mm-hmm. Well, here's your first mm. oh. Number one, he They're for life! <laughs> he, not Hillary Clinton Was inaugurated as president That's his number one accomplishment
3: uh, That's true, that's his only accomplishment Delivered a coup
0: de grace that ended the corrupt, dishonest Clinton political machine
3: mm. Thank goodness <laughs> Yes, and added his
1: own corrupt political machine in there. (laughs) So much more corrupt. Holy crap. (laughs) How can you not see that these people are fucking
2: you?
0: (laughs) Again, this is something that Trump does all the time. He he does things as the president, like has meetings in Trump Hotel, has anything that he can do, he does it in a Trump facility so that Mm. the government, taxpayer money, has to pay the Trump organization to have these meetings. He's lining his pockets with the money from taxpayers. If you want to look for corruption, I don't see how you need to go any further. It's just- And the fact that, yeah, the fact
2: that our laws didn't have any way to account for this, well, they, they do, that, that our Congress is not willing to use the laws that have been, the powers that have been giving, given to them to deal with this corruption is amazing. All to get conservative judges, the, the number two on the list.
0: All right, uh, let's run down some Sanders things, things that he's accomplished. A lot of these we already hit on. Unemployment rate is down to 4.1%. Again. Thanks, Obama. Look, look at the trend. Look at where that trend started. It wasn't in the Trump administration. No. Uh, stock market at record highs. Same. Ditto. Mm. Congress rolled back 22 regulations for every one new regulation, saving $8.1 billion.
1: Oh, am I getting a check for that? <laughs> no.
2: Oh, okay. I, uh, I, I, and I want to know what these regulations are that they're rolling back, but then again, I don't want to know. Yeah,
3: you don't. Yeah. They're killing baby seals.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I wouldn't
2: be surprised.
0: 67 of the deregulatory actions taken were in 2017, and those were going to happen anyway. Hmm. Those were just going to happen no matter what.
2: They had expiration dates already built in.
0: Yeah, and according to uh, Sanders, the 8.1 billion dollars in savings. People did a little research on that. Six billion of that came from the elimination of Obama's 2014 executive order raising labor standards for federal contractors. So now federal contractors get fucked over, but the the government, the the uh, the, con- the contractor employer doesn't have to have these labor standards, so they're able to screw over their contractors better and that uh, that's where six billion dollars came from because there doesn't have good. to be oversight. he loves
3: screwing over contractors yeah and yeah. They,
0: they don't have to have any oversight so they don't have to pay for the oversight so that's where six billion dollars comes from wow screwing people over yeah that's a plus mm-hmm. trump pulled out or started to renegotiate trade deals
2: hm. the, the china thing still baffles me so he's worried about chinese jobs chairman xi xi Xi, he's, he's, yeah. oh. He's he's pretty good. He convinced Trump that to worry about Chinese
0: jobs. Well, yeah, he Damn. did that by giving him half a billion dollars to the Trump organization. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. I forgot. Remember when they met for the first time? Then the next day, Ivanka got all those patents. Yeah, yeah. in China. <laughs> yeah, and I love that the Corruption. the they're going to help out that XTE phone company that the yeah. intelligence Com- committee has said has been spying on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: but Chinese jobs at XTE—they're important.
0: Oh, my God. So, other things that Sanders talked
1: I'm dying inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> other things that, that Sanders talked about, the the Paris Climate Accord, the Keystone Pipeline, uh, Trump administration amped up immigration enforcement. That She touted that as being a huge success.
2: Yeah, t- taking children away from their parents. That's standard policy now. That's good.
0: I think we actually talked about all the rest of this. Uh, ISIS... Mm-hmm. Through executive action, Trump has eroded pieces of Obamacare. These are her words: "Eroded pieces of Obamacare." Mm-hmm. I I don't see how this is a good thing. I don't see. I mean, okay. So there's a lot of arguing that we could do over Obamacare. Sure, but the the fact is, people who are well or who are healthy paying into a system to help people who aren't healthy. That's how insurance works. Yes, that's the, the problem. The problem is, is the minimum wage is so low that you, and.
2: Salaries in general are so low and so depressed for you know a large percentage of the population is that it makes it a hardship. Right, that was always the difficult part about it.
0: But the thing people don't get is a lot of people call Obamacare socialism. It's socialized healthcare. It's not. It's enforced mm-hmm. capitalist healthcare. It forces mm-hmm. people to get into the insurance system based on capitalism. I don't know how to say that any clearer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because most people don't understand what it is.
0: Yeah, and most people do don't understand what the word socialism or capitalism actually mean. True.
1: Yeah, you know how many people <clears throat> have been told me, oh, Obamacare is ruining everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it is? Why? How? Well, because we're paying for everybody's healthcare. I'm like, "You are <laughs> I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Do you know anything about what it is? Yeah. People get free healthcare. I'm like, no. No, no. That's not what it is. Oh, it's not? <laughs>
2: That's Medicare and Medicaid. That's different. Yeah,
1: those are things that
0: you can't take away.
1: Oh, but I'm on Medicaid. Don't take that away yeah. from me.
0: <laughs> and the final thing that Sanders had in her list was reshaping the American judiciary. Yeah, you you are. You are definitely doing that. Twenty-two judges have been confirmed, oh. including a record-setting 12 circuit judges. <sighs> so we already hit on that. So those are the yeah. uh those are the good things that he's done. So here's my question. Did anybody actually find a pro that you actually think that Trump has done that was, has been a good thing.
3: Yes. What's that? Hmm. Much to my own surprise. I think my pro is while not that great bordering on legitimate. And again, this is, this was a making a semi reasonable claim following through on that claim so far and possibly not making any difference whatsoever. So don't, don't brace yourself for a, for like a bomb, like, oh, my God, he's a great guy. <laughs> but he did say that if he was elected president, he would donate his presidential salary. And in the first quarter of his presidency, he donated his entire salary to the VA.
2: Yeah, he he has done that. Yeah, but the unfortunate part of it, to not to, not to, you know, tamp it down a little bit, is he. Oh, it's not good. Sure, <laughs> he makes the people that he is defunding stand on a stage with him, and he hands them a check for a hundred thousand dollars, whilst right. taking away millions.
3: Yes. So I
2: he's following through.
3: <laughs> right there was there. I I didn't say that was like a silver lining, yeah. or I really tried to give you as much feed forward <laughs> as I can. I had to do a lot of work to find something that he's done that didn't disgust me.
2: Sure. I, I I think you you have been successful. You found something. There's a whole bunch of negative that comes along with it, but it is uh, something that he so has much. done that is a positive. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Yeah.
0: Thanks. <laughs> anything else, Jared? You said you did homework. Did you find anything?
1: I could not come up with one blessed fucking thing. <laughs> the only thing I could really kind of come up with was not something that he actually even did, but the reaction to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in polarizing the left, but I'm losing faith in that. Yeah, those guys are bums. I the, they're the are a Democrats bunch of are the Miss Nancys. They are the Washington generals of fucking <laughs> politics. I swear, they're just paid to be there to like give us an option, and even in that option, they're going to fuck us over. <laughs> uh, and I hear that the blue wave is dying down, and that Trump's p- approval rating is ticking up. Yeah, he'll be fine by November. Everyone will be. It's all doomed, Jared. Yeah, I I mean, if you got me down. (laughs) Yeah, I win. I'm losing, but I win. Bad news. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I mean, like, I honestly think he might be the most corrupt. I don't want to say evil because, like, you know, I don't think he's really trying to, like, hurt people. He just doesn't care. Yeah. And he has no scruples and, like, just no empathy whatsoever and doesn't want to do good things. At all. No, it's And is it's really only looking out for – yeah. It, it's He's a baby. He's selfish. I, I can't think of one fucking thing.
2: <laughs> I, I, I came up with one tangential thing. Oh, yeah. go ahead. It's, again, it's not something that he has done, but it is as a result of his existence as our president. I think that the leaders of other countries have taken it upon themselves to play a more active role in the world. I mean,
3: oh, Mac- because of our his complete failure? Yes.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Macron and uh, Angela Merkel, I think people have stood up and said, oh, crap, we can't rely on the United States anymore. I think the idea that we are, you know, the, the the center of the world does not exist anymore because of him and that other people are standing up and saying, well, I will take on this thing. And I, I think mm. the American exceptionalism idea is gone.
3: That is true. The other parts... I feel like Merkel has been swinging for the fences for going on like 10 years now.
2: But I think it's accelerated, though. So,
3: mm, I do like that we're seeing more players on the world stage than just the United States. I, I, I'm i sad to see that England has gone the Theresa May route <laughs> and is failing in the same way that we are. Oh, what, what a great mess. mess. We, do ha- we do have a very special relationship, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, never in the, I would say... 15 or so years that I've really actively paid attention to politics like even when we've had you know George W. Bush I never looked at other countries leaders and was like oh man I'm so jealous I wish we could have that like I, I you know like I was like I'm not a big I don't like Bush and everything like that but you know it was there wasn't just so much piled on with him at one time and now I look at like I see a picture of Macron and, and Justin mm. Trudeau together, like, with their f- f- fists raised, like in Canada. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <Yes. God." laughs> looks I wonder what it's like to be proud of your leaders and not fucking embarrassed constantly. Yeah. I remember what it was like. It yeah. wasn't that yeah. long ago.
3: It does seem that so George long w. ago. George <laughs> W. Bush was cast aside, and for once, there were pictures of our president flying in the Middle East that weren't on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... You know, it was it was really refreshing. But again, that is that's that's we. I will give this the other positive, I suppose, of President Trump was, and this was brought to my attention by Jay Z when he was like, "Yeah, if we were, st- <laughs> if it weren't for Trump being elected president, we would still be living under that 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 delusional bubble that that racism was gone hmm. and we were all getting along and everything's good in this country because it is not." <laughs> It is not. It is well, wait deep a wait a and minute. it is hate-filled.
1: That's true. Were we really living underneath that bubble? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure on a show that Ian and I used to do, we would consistently talk about guys shooting black guys, like cops shooting black guys, like, and this is while Obama was president. Like, who was under this impression? I think
2: the collective we, the United States, was under that impression. I think the Californians and, you know, the liberal elite had decided that, that um, racism- <laughs>
3: The coastal elites. Yeah, the
2: coastal <laughs> elites. I, I blame them largely for um, Hillary Clinton and her downfall. I, I, because they did live in a bubble. They lived in this bubble that everything was perfect and the, the, and that um, you know, gay rights, we had won that and the you know, racism was over and we didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. And they didn't look at the middle of the country and go, oh, crap, we still have work to do because we well, still yeah, have work to do. Yeah, they certainly
1: – I guess people were not looking in the dark corners. They should listen to the Prodigal Sons because we were looking in every dark corner.
2: And it's not even the dark corners. That's the scary part. It is the people next to you at work. <laughs> oh, well, no. <laughs> it really is. As of, as,
1: <laughs> as of 2016, there's been light in those corners. Yeah,
2: yeah. But they, these people weren't hidden before. They might have not been speaking They're as quieter. freely. They they yeah, did they... not feel free to speak. I will give you that. But they existed, and all you had to do was have a conversation with them, and it was obvious.
0: <laughs> all right, so I had one thing, and this wasn't really a Trump thing. It's kind of more of a Pence thing, so that's even weirder.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, super uh, weird. Where are you going with this?
0: This week, Right to Try, uh, they are passing the ability for – Someone who has been diagnosed with uh, a severe disease, they, rare disease usually. Yeah, yeah, usually rare. The right to petition a pharmaceutical company to try experimental drugs without, without going the through the FDA. Mm. Oh. I think that's a good thing. It's yeah. dangerous in some but ways. If you're,
2: it, it uh, is clear,
3: clearly. But I feel like. That's where a lot of our pioneering discoveries unfortunately came yeah. from and I feel like ethically we've moved away from that so I don't see this as being I see this as being an ethically gray way to make strides again
2: exactly yes but it's difficult though because I mean the pharma- for pharmaceuticals that have promise it's a shortcut yes to, to to access those drugs but there are plenty of drugs that have marginal. Effectiveness, you know, it you know it helps five percent of the population. And if you are fatally ill, or you know have have a disease that severely impacts your quality of life, you will tend to glom onto these things without considering the possibility that you are going to be in the ninety five percent, not the five percent. True. Yes. And it might do you damage.
0: Those are that's the, that, that's why I said it's dangerous. It is absolutely yes. dangerous in that way. However, I, I am of the opinion that if you're dying of something and you have this, this, like you have ALS, like the, the fast acting mm. ALS, the fast quote unquote, um, mm. that, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a horrible life. It's a horrible end to your life to, to be able to say, look, I will try anything. I don't want to face that end. I just want to try this. And if it's horrendous and it kills me, you should be able to do that. I don't think that the government yes. should be able to step in and say, you can't do that. Mm. Um,
1: What's Pence have to do with this? So
0: Pence backed it. Pence argued for it. What? Yeah. <laughs> and
1: Mike yeah. Pence? Yeah. Oh, there's got to be a money angle. Does he own be. some kind
0: of drug company? Yeah, there has to be a money angle for it. I can't figure out why he was behind it. I have no idea.
2: And, and to be clear, just because the law says you can do it doesn't mean the pharmaceutical company has to give you the drug Correct. or sell you the drug. No. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. This just
0: allows you to petition them without going through the FDA. And it has passed Congress and it is going to Trump's desk. Um, so if he vetoes it for some reason, he, then that's off the table. I'm, I, and I tried.
3: <laughs> no, that's fine. That was really interesting. I'm, I'm excited by that. Again, I'm excited by that to the point where I don't think it should be restricted to that. You know, as long as people aren't being forced or coerced in some dangerous way. I think they should absolutely be allowed to, you know, experiment. And even if it's something that's not, uh, you know, super rare or life-threatening, maybe, I don't know, you're just someone who's got, I don't know, like Crohn's disease. Mm. And you're like, man, I am tired of crapping my pants three times a week. Uh, Well, this isn't approved by the FDA. Shoot it in me. Give it a shot.
2: The problem, though, is that of the thousands of, of drugs that that the people are exper- companies are experimenting on, a very small percentage of have actually shown any ability to work. So, I mean, it's it's making it so that the population becomes the experimentation true population. Yeah. Say, well, it's yeah. expensive to run a lab, so let's just give it to a whole bunch of people and see if it works. And that is yeah. that
0: is the problem: is <laughs> large pharma in this country is incredibly large, and the idea that well, as long as pharma is not you know coercing people, well, have you seen the commercials on television? They're right. like they're non-stop.
2: <laughs> And if you dangle a little bit of hope in front of a lot of people, they'll yeah. they will bite and they will believe it with all of their heart just because. God, it's God, but
1: the side effects are scarier than
0: the fucking disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of them. Yeah. So, like I said, there's danger to it. I still think that if done correctly, it's a good thing. I doubt it's going to be done correctly, at least at first. But Well,
2: the, the problem is it, it, it puts the uh, the onus of done correctly on the pharmaceutical companies. And I don't trust them for jack shit.
0: Right. So the individual needs the to do a <laughs> lot of research before petitioning. You know, to get to get a drug, and but people are idiots, and people, That's,
2: are, yeah, yeah. The problem is, is the FDA is too restrictive. They needed to change the rules at the FDA and make make it so that people could get into trials earlier, but still have FDA oversight. That's the real answer. To go straight from pharmaceutical company, which a lot of them are evil, straight to the end user, bypassing all the regulation
0: is dangerous. I did qualify that. It's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I when is the Supreme but, uh, Court
1: going to rule that those drug companies don't have to list the side effects on the commercials and just to talk about all the benefits? Yeah, yeah I'd believe it. Some, there's probably some strange law back in the 40s. Oh, yeah, you don't have to say that. If this drug's going to kill you in 5 days, it's <laughs> right. yeah. like. Well, that was really interesting. I'm I'm excited for that. I I I think the value of
3: human trials <laughs> is underrated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, so that's the I like I said, I heard that, and I thought it was—I uh, thought that was very interesting. And it could—it could be. I—I I don't think it's a move in the wrong direction. I think it's a move in the right direction. It might be too far. It might be overly dangerous. But I—I I like it as a general idea. So,
2: but I, I, yep. yeah, I—I I don't, I don't. Just because I've seen what that type of hope has done. For, for people that I know, I mean, it, it, it encouraged one person I know to try holistic medication, which was, I mean, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, you know, put this piece of lead in, in a glass of water, swirl it around, take a lead out, then drink the water. It was asinine. But because it gave hope, they tried it anyway. So people do stupid shit if you give them hope.
3: That's true. But I'm I'm, I, I'm hoping that they keep this as focused on, you know, actual research, actual Pharmaceuticals. I, and I'm I you're not wrong. It is I don't even know if it's ethically gray. It's it's really ethically <laughs> dark. But I mean, you know, John Hodgkins, how many nursemaids did he infect with scarlet fever and killed so that he could find a cure? Baker's dozen. Yeah. He's got his name on a hospital. <laughs> that guy's an American hero.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope it works out till the money dries up and then they'll take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Pence was a
3: surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy is a true villain. Oh, well, no. I'm me telling you.
1: <laughs> he's got money invested somewhere. I, I don't doubt that for a
0: second.
2: Or. Probably. Or somebody he knows personally died of a rare disease, and the FDA prevented him, the, that person, from getting medication. It's, there's a personal connection or a monetary connection.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's B. Well, what's that What's that? Uh, company that was giving Cohen all that money to, to talk to, to Trump? Novartis? Yeah, Novartis. He is a he is a minority shareholder in
2: Novartis, (laughs) or some of that
0: money from Cohen got funneled his way, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, very cool. Uh, If nobody has anything else, I think uh, I think I'm going to call it there. Okay, Uh, Mm -hmm. that's all we've got for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our our trying to get something positive about Trump. I think I think we all. Gave a, a decent effort. No,
1: here. I was the loser in that. I got nothing.
0: <laughs> I gave nothing and got nothing. <laughs> I thought you tried. I'll give you some credit. If you uh, if you do like this podcast, though, you can support it by sharing it on social media uh, or leaving a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play. If you want to contact us, again, Facebook page, facebook.com slash arg, or you can tweet us at profane arg. Also, check out uh, other podcasts on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find them all at SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com. A whole bunch of different podcasts to fill your podcast needs. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.